Hi, this is Melbourne York with Gardening with Daddy Pete. Uh, today I want to talk to you just a little bit about why and when to fertilize when you're using compost or an organic soil mix. Uh, first of all, let's start out by understanding what compost is. Compost is a soil additive uh, for the garden, for potting mixes. Uh, what it does, especially in uh, clay soils or sand, uh, and sandy soils, it helps to hold nutrients in. The clay soils, it helps to uh, open up the clay and begin a natural process of microbes that's starting to work in the soil that helps to protect the roots does help to, in a lot of cases, uh, ward off uh, plant diseases, and that's one reason that it, uh, we use compost in our organic mixes. Now, here's the thing that has become um, one of the misconceptions when you're buying an organic potting mix or a raised bed mix or um, compost, and you're using that for the micronutrients of um, the MPK. Of whatever you're growing. Um, number one, what macronutrients are in compost or in organic potting soils, unless something else has been added, is very little. Now, micronutrients, uh, the ones that's usually emitted in your synthetic fertilizers, are abundant. But our macronutrients, which is the MPK, the nitrogen, the phosphorus, and the potash are very little. And again, organic fertilizers release slow. Now, there are fertilizers that you can use, and I would uh, recommend you uh, using uh, fertilizers from the get-go when you're planting, if you're using an organic potting mix, an organic, um, if you're using a, a uh, the potting mix or a raised bed mix or uh, a planting mix or whatever the case may be, if it's been put together with compost, uh, do not rely on that unless it says so on the bag that you bought that it has an organic fertilizer added to it. Compost itself will not sustain the growth of a plant all the way through the cycle. Now, it may start it out, but you will see uh, very quickly, and even in the watering, uh, that that uh, MPK is going to be really slow, and it's going to be very little. I know that on our compost, we guarantee a uh, 0.5, which is less than a 111, so it's 0.5, 0.5, 0.5. And again, that's not enough to sustain uh, hardly any of the, especially vegetable plants, and because a lot of those are high in nitrogen users. So um, we don't want that misconception out there. Okay. We do use our compost for other things uh, in our mixes, and that's for soil health, uh, for the adding of the natural uh, micronutrients that's usually left out in uh, a lot of the commercial fertilizers. Now, there are some fertilizers that you can use as organic that you can help. Some of these will be slow released and some of them not. And I'm going to kind of go over that a little bit. And uh, seaweed is one. You can get a liquid seaweed and use it on your vegetable mix. Uh, seaweed uh, will usually... Uh, it usually contains uh, a lot of nutrients and amino acids. It's good for that. Um, fish emulsions, what I'm saying, is good. 
it works good, uh, never causes uh, wilting or the seedlings distress. Bone meal, it's a great source of phosphorus. It helps you plant, grow a healthy root system. So bone meal is a good one. You can pick that up at your local garden center. Blood meal uh, is one way to provide nitrogen to your vegetables or your plant. Uh, you can actually use it, and uh, you can add it into your potting mix as you go, or you can actually make a uh, drench out of it or a tea, so to speak, uh, whichever one you would like. Cottonseed meal is another one. Cottonseed meal usually runs six to one on the MPK. That'd be six parts of nitrogen, two parts of phosphorus, and one part of potash. Now, the only thing with cottonseed meal, it does work, but it also uh, releases slow. It is a slow release fertilizer. So you need it to get in on the get-go. Feather meal. If you're looking something for a high nitrogen feeder, uh, feather meal works good. Usually most feather meal is 10 to 12 000. Uh So nitrogen is the only thing you're going to get out of feather meal. Again, it is a slow-released nitrogen. Uh, but you can mix it into the soil. You can side dress with it. Uh, whatever that you desire, whatever your need might be. Uh, Bat guano is another one uh, that actually is uh, has very little odor. It's usually a 10 to 1. That's uh, about what you'll find with bat guano. Uh, you can buy that too. But again, it's a slow release. So that's just giving you an idea of some of the things that you can use if you don't want to use a uh, synthetic fertilizer or commercial fertilizer that's out there. Now, I will put this into you. It does cost a little bit more, but uh, most nursery fertilizers, uh, their nitrogen, most of the time their uh, mixes are for the nursery industries, usually 14, 14, 14. Uh, the nitrogen is derived from pure nitrogen, not from a substitute like uh, some of the byproducts that nitrogen are is used usually in your commercial 10 10 tens and uh, you know even your lawn fertilizers like a triple 19 and all so my main thing today is to understand compost understand organic potting mixes raised bed mixes most of the time they do not have fertilization added to them for the simple reason uh, the producer really doesn't know what you're going to grow. If you're going to grow vegetables or you're going to grow herbs or you're going to grow annuals or you're going to grow perennials um, or you're going to use it in the row garden or you're going to use it in pots. All this does make a difference on the way that you fertilize and uh, depending on how much drainage you have, what's holding on. Again, compost is excellent to add to mixes to hold nutrients. It's excellent to uh, add and to um, have your micronutrients in. It's also uh, great for holding water. And it does provide a lot of protection for your root system and uh, helps fight off a lot of diseases and keeps that plant healthy. A healthy plant is less likely to get a disease. So um, hopefully this has helped answer some of your questions on compost and the uses of it. It really is a great asset to build soil. 
and to use in a soilless medium. Uh, by adding compost, we are cutting down a tremendous amount of use on peat moss, which uh, our peat bogs are getting depleted fairly fast. So that is the good part out of it. And another thing is that we're using, utilizing material that would lay around for years and actually be a burden instead of an asset. So um, hopefully that helps. And if you have any questions, I sure wish you'd go to our website, our webpage, daddypeach.com. You can click on our podcast. Also, uh, you can leave a question there. We'd be glad to answer that if we can. And uh, while you're there, sign up for our email. It's free. We send it out every month or sometimes twice a month or maybe more uh, with some good information on that. Um, you can look at our different mixes and uh, potting mixes and our compost, uh, the different types and what they're used for. And also, uh, if you have time, look at uh, our about page. Uh, we're a hundred plus year old farm here in the Piedmont, North Carolina. So we would love to uh, have you look at that. We're kind of proud of that. We still operate the dairy. So uh, since 1907, by the way. So we do appreciate you listening to us. Please send your questions in. Uh, that way we know that uh, we're hitting on what the need is out there. And until next time, this is Melvin York, and this is Gardening with Daddy Pete. <laughs>